Hello, welcome to another episode. Now I'm going to go over tomorrow, uh, March 10th. Tomorrow is a Thursday, said to be ruled by the planet Jupiter. And just a quick note on Jupiter. The square with Jupiter that happened the day before um, could reverberate this day, even though the square will break. Um, because Thursday is ruled by Jupiter, perhaps you will see either more problems or hopefully resolutions since the square broke with um, authority figures or your relationship with authority. So maybe even if there's conflict, conflict could also be the a result in resolution. Um, maybe a, a good day also to show respect to superiors, um, maybe fortuitous to, um, patch up any rough spots before continuing to the end of the week and the weekend and then starting your next week off hopefully on stronger ground. Um, it being a Thursday is also relevant because the moon is entering into its first quarter phase tomorrow as well. There's a lot of changes to go over in this episode, so this is going to be a longer, more in-depth episode. And so Jupiter represents growth and goals and manifesting those goals, and also the first quarter moon does. So I'll go over that more detail later. Tomorrow is going to be a pretty interesting day because it's um actually going the moon is going to be in void almost the entire day. Um it will go from 8:30 to about midnight. So pretty much yeah, the entire day unless you get up very early. Um astrologers usually say for the void of course to avoid starting anything new making plans on it and expect the unexpected when the moon is void it's moving from one sign into the next sign and it makes a last major aspect usually and then it will kind of feel like a bit wandering like it's not really attached to anything until it fully arrives into the following sign. And tomorrow it just happens to be 14 hours long. Normally it's only one or two hours, very short, um, but occasionally we do get these longer ones by chance. And sometimes it, things can get kind of crazy. So if anything really strange happens tomorrow, you know it's a, uh, it's, the moon's in void. And I I want to say to any commuters that may be listening to this or people who drive a lot, maybe you work a job that requires you to drive. Um, I personally, I've noticed when the moon is void that because things are crazy and people are part of things and everybody has their own life and things also happening, the moon is void for everyone. And I definitely noticed like a lot more stressful traffic 
and um, people making very sudden and potentially scary traffic decisions. So drive very carefully when the moon is going to be in void for 14 hours during the entire day. And um, yeah, so try to just continue on with regular routines to get you through the day. If you become excited by an idea and you want to really start something, or um, maybe you already had a prior plan and you couldn't help but plan it on this day already, that's actually fine um, because it's planned prior. So you just continue going with going with the flow and and you'll flow right on through however like making plans while the moon's in void for a future day or even for the day can be really difficult because um, everything is in flux and changing and nothing really seems to stick very well emotionally so keep that in mind for tomorrow tomorrow is also coincidentally the first quarter moon which coincides very nicely with the void of course as the first quarter moon is in nature a time when the leaves and branches are putting out new growth and just like when you sleep and you disconnect from your conscious mind and there's a lot of growth that happens and things that happen while you're asleep that you are hopefully renewed in the morning and or you wake up to a new day at least and you kind of have to like catch your bearings and figure out where you are and what you're doing and you do these routines that's very similar to the energy happening tomorrow so there's a lot of growth happening at the same time as this sort of like disconnection and potential for um the unexpected and things being in flux and being yeah so tomorrow is going to have very sporadic energy potentially now as for the planetary and sign associations happening um they will be less strict usually looking at a planetary position um you can tell very clearly what how that's going to manifest um, when you're looking at somebody's specific chart anyway and different things. But when the moon's in void and it loses that connection, the lines become much more fuzzy and it's very easy for these things to manifest in a lot of different ways. So keep that in mind while I'm explaining all of this. And, um, you know you can be generous with my explanations if I if I say something and um you feel like oh maybe this applies to me but maybe not because it's not quite specific um or specific to your situation um you can push the definitions of things when there's this much fluctuating energy going around things can't have a broad range a much even broader range than usual of the ways that they can manifest in the world for the first part of the day we're still going to be feeling a lot of those squares from the prior day and also that trine with saturn which is causing us or calling us to slow down 
and they're not going to break until later in the day. They break really slow as the moon right now, the 14-hour void, of course, is moving very, very slowly. So a lot of the energies from the prior day will carry on into this day, likely. There will also be some new things happening, of course, and one of those new things which will be triggered fairly early in the day is um, a trine with Mercury. And um, Mercury, of course, as we, we've gone over frequently this week, as there's been a lot of things happening with um, Mercury and Gemini, and Gemini, uh, they're both connected. So... But the, the thing that's unique about this day and matches nicely with um, all of this new changing energy is that Mercury just changed signs into Pisces. Now, Pisces, Pisces is also occupied by Jupiter, the Sun, and Neptune. And I've talked about this sign a lot recently in connection with Neptune in particular because Neptune is the ruling sign of Pisces and has really been dominating the charts lately uh, where people are getting very, very um, occupied in fantasy and maybe a difficulty of telling what's real and what's not real on a global scale for a while now. And so sort of that drama playing out along with um, a more individualized sense of maybe getting caught up in your own thoughts and having difficult na difficulty navigating just your everyday interactions in life. So with the Mercury added into this sort of family of planets now, there is more communication happening, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there is a lot of good information in that communication. And, um, I would be skeptical of any, I would be skeptical of my own intuition. You know, it's, it's very difficult to hear the useful parts of a very distraught and active mind the mind jumps all over everything and you really have to come at it from a place of stillness openness maybe meditation or whatever other centering practices that people practice um, you need to calm down the excitement in the mind before you're really going to be able to hear a strong wise intuition in general so I would be skeptical if I can tell that my mind is really crazy. I would be skeptical of my own thoughts and intuition coming up for tomorrow, especially with everything else going on. However, because there's a conjunction with Lilith at 3.30, there's also an opportunity to maybe shed light on something that you may need to shed light on uh, with the first quarter moon in addition, coming into conjunction with Lilith, there, and um, this is connected with, with growth and struggle, that uh, maybe your growth and struggle 
involves shedding light on something that you previously didn't see. Um, so that also points to you need to listen to your intuition. And there, so there's a lot of difficult aspects coming up where we're square with um, Neptune, which points to falsity and fooling ourselves. And we're also trying with Mercury, which means that we have a really good connection with communicating with with um communicating with the unseen and with our intuition. So there's probably going to be a lot of stuff to sift through to get to truth. And I would recommend if you were going to take a day to reflect and um slow down and listen to yourself, which everything is pointing in this chart to that being a very good use of the day if you at all could do it. Unfortunately, um, I'll probably be busy, but I, I will always try to take some time for that. Uh, yeah, we have, we have busy lives, but if you are in a lucky position that you could take that time, the, there's also the trine with Saturn, which draws us to bring more stillness into our life as well. Um, it could be extremely fruitful is what I'm trying to say. And although you want to listen to your intuition right now and there's an opportunity to have like very great insight, I would write write it down, write down whatever I'm thinking and save it to go over again at a later day when there's not so much random energies that will be affecting your train of thought. Now, the conjunction with Lilith that happens at 3.30 is going to reverberate longer than that. We've probably been feeling it even since yesterday, and we'll continue to feel it today, and maybe even parts of Friday. So, the conjunction with Lilith takes place in House 11 in Gemini. And House 11 is associated with Capricorn. And Capricorn has been coming into effect for also in the past week. It's one of the characters we've been working with a lot um, because of the conjunction there with Pluto and Vesta. And this house represents, along with Capricorn, um, goals and objectives, hard work then, as um, goals usually take hard work. Um, friendships, association, and groups are also associated with them, but um, less so one-on-one -on -one friendships and more so uh, group associations and groups of people working together for a common goal. It could also be single people working together, but usually there's a wider net cast with Capricorn and um, and even more so than just groups of friends and people that you associate with it's a lot of the time people who are working with you towards a goal of some kind or people that you want to work towards a goal with and things like that so this sort of interconnected theme is coming out right now with this conjunction in Lilith so maybe there could be something unexpected that happens in some sort of group in relation to a long-term goal 
that you have. Um, just to recap, Lilith represents what we don't know and also what we don't want to know. And the trine with Mercury and Pisces points to maybe hints about what we don't know, what we don't want to know, um, being communicated to us through the unseen world and through our intuition. So that's just a recap of what these planets represent and I try to explain them in every show just in case somebody is jumping in new they're not going to know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about Lilith. So that's the overall theme for the day and some readings that I have from looking at the charts. The void of course is not going to end until midnight and at the same time the moon will be entering into cancer and so that's what that will be over tomorrow's episode but i will say a little bit about moving from gemini into cancer so as gemini is very associated with thinking and mental formations um and maybe we've been very occupied in our thoughts lately and i've been talking a lot about that uh, when you when we're moving into cancer, things are going to get more emotional and less mental. And that will affect different signs in different ways depending on who you are. For me personally, I function better in an air sign. So in Gemini, I'm actually more effective than I would be in, a, in um, cancer because cancer is a water sign and water and fire don't get along very well so depending on your own sign and relationship to it it could be a different experience for you so whatever that may mean it's also good to feel things and have those phases even if it's not necessarily compatible with your sign uh, like me and cancer, there's always lessons to take from every situation and everybody has their own struggles and that's part of life. So that's important to remember. And, um, as we have this kind of day of a lot of changes and, um, changes in the way that we're, uh, relating to, um, ideas of communication and similar things than we have been for the past week, it's going to take better shape after the moon comes out of this 14-hour void. So starting Friday with the moon being in Cancer and over the weekend, you will probably have a much more um, sensitive and quiet time than it has been for the past week so that could be something to look forward to I hope that it is and I'm going to go over that in more detail tomorrow so for now take it easy and I hope you get through that 14 hour void of course very smoothly as smooth as possible and Yes, I hope that if you do receive any unexpected news through 
Lilith, I hope that it is good news. So thank you for listening, and we will talk again soon.